Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. John's back. I'm so excited to see you again. It's been too long. How you doing, man? I'm going to go ahead and say this. In, and this is not a political whatever, but everybody needs to go get vaccinated. COVID is no joke. It is terrible. Um, it knocked me out for a week and a half, um, and it was probably the second worst sickness I've ever had. So, um, and I was one week away from being eligible to get vaccinated. So, yeah. got it right there at the tail end. So, um, yeah, I recommend anybody going out and getting vaccinated because it's it's not fun. You can't do anything when you're when you're that sick. So, um, do that. So, I'm but I'm glad I'm I'm back. I'm alive. My wife's good. So. Um, so we're ready to talk some some NBA uh, at, right at the beginning of baseball season, which it's pretty fun. It's been pretty awesome in Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, even yeah. To, for the last the last four out of five games have been phenomenal. After the entire city disowned them after the first game. Yep. So yeah, they're going to win the next five. And <laughs> hey, man, you know what? That's that's how you that's how you prove everybody wrong. I have old tweets coming up from like 2011 when I was like, when the Reds win five in a row, I'm going to shave my beard. Now people are like. <laughs> Are you going to shave your beard now? And I was like, I said to my fiance and she's like, you are not shaving your beard. You'd look kind of different without your beard at this point. I look like I'm 13 years old when I don't have a beard, but yeah. So I'm glad you're back. I know it's been like, it's so weird because like, you know, normally when you're like, Oh man, like I'm home, like I'll play 2k. And this year you're like, I'm so 2k out, like beyond 2k out. And like, I'm like playing my, my player. I never play my player. That's how bored I am with 2k. Oh yeah. Yeah. I flipped it on uh, today actually. Um, to get that new Danny Ferry card that they released today. So I played about 10 games and I was like, I'm, you know what, this is, I can't do this anymore. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to just get away from video games for a while or find something a little bit different um, to occupy my time with at this point. Uh, I'm just getting a little bit too, uh, 2K is just kind of, it's getting kind of boring. I, I mean, how, do, you, do you feel that way about NBA 2K this year? Like, I feel like it's been a rough year for that franchise. It's been an off I year, like- I feel like. I feel like um, there was a tweet I saw today because I followed the 2K topic and someone tweeted this. I forgive me for not, you know, crediting the person who like said it. Um, he said, this year's NBA 2K for next gen is simultaneously the best offline and worst online experience of a video game they've ever made. Absolutely. <laughs> I was like, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I that's wish, right. I wish it was turned up a little bit faster on the, uh, on the, on the, the next gen stuff just slightly. So it would be a little bit more arcadey. Cause I like that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. um, this is a guy whose favorite baseball game of all time is the bigs. So yep. love so, the bigs. So, you know, I, I like the arcade play. I want a video game sometimes to feel like a video game. Is that wrong of me? Nope. nope. Okay. Okay. Let's talk some basketball, man. Yes. So we're going to start with the biggest Real news. Yeah. The biggest news obviously is that Kevin Durant has returned and um, yeah. So the Brooklyn <laughs> Nets are now just about back, have all their guys back. And um, I'm going to go ahead and say this. Go ahead. This isn't like my warriors hate a couple of years ago where like, I was like, well, they won all the time. And it was just annoying that they won all the time. I hate the Nets. I 
hate them. And I don't want to hate them because I've really liked them for years now. I mean, I really like the D'Angelo Russell team that made the playoff run with Levert. When they got Kyrie and KD, I was excited. Um, and then like, you know, like the, all of a sudden they get James Harden and it's like, I think that's where they went. They soured with you was the James Harden thing. Cause you, yeah. Cause everyone knows I hate James Harden. Yeah. Like you I, absolutely hate him. One of the greatest offensive players of all time. You just can't stand him. He's just, he's too good for you or something. I don't know. Yeah. And like, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We won't talk about that. So like, and like, I mean, literally like I have, you know, I collect NBA team, apparent team apparel. Like I have a Brooklyn Nets hoodie. I had a Brooklyn Nets snapback hat. They're on eBay right now. So I, uh, I gave, you shit. Come I buy gave you shit for that a while back. And and now you're just now selling them. Okay. Yeah. TD sneaks 24 on oh, eBay. Cool. You can buy my hoodie and my snapback hat. Uh, because <laughs> I don't, I will never carry merchandise for a team. James Harden plays for. Um <laughs> So, and the thing is like, you know, everything with them is just so over, overly hyped. And like, I totally get it. It happens all the time. Like, well, I get it. When LeBron and Anthony Davis combined forces, people are like, oh man, this is awesome. Two no, no, weeks no, later, no, 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 will no, the no, Clippers no. beat them? No, no, no. When LeBron joined Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, that's, that's kind of the, that's kind of, when we think about like big players, like getting together in their primes. That is what has happened with the Nets right now. I wouldn't compare it to LeBron and Anthony Davis. They did win a title last year. And obviously we were, me and you were both very excited that they were getting together and we were mm-hmm. finally going to be able to see LeBron James with some people. But, you know, I, I, I just, I feel like it's more of a Nets. I think, I feel like it's more of a Miami, a Heatles kind of situation with them, but it's up in Brooklyn right now. And you gotta, if you're a Knicks fan, man, like if you're a Knicks fan and, and they've had a good season this year, they've mm-hmm. had, they've had, they've had a, a, a fairly decent season. Um, Knicks have done well They're I know they're making a lot of their fans happy, but you've got to be upset with all of the uh, what ifs that could have happened over the last couple of years, just so all these hype players could go right across the road, you know? Sure to the other team. It's just, it's gotta be absolutely infuriating. Um, but uh, the Nets were what, 19 and four without Durant? Is that correct? Yeah, they were, okay. I mean, they were, they're awesome. I'm Phenomenal. not acting like they're not, but like. Yeah, um, so, yeah. They're, so they're back tonight. They're playing the Pelicans. Um, we'll see what happens with that later on. But um, is this, t- I know we talked a little bit about this before we got on the show. Are you, uh, you're pretty much, super confident they will make it to the NBA finals. Yeah. I mean, I picked them at the beginning of the year before the Harden trade. I said, it'll be a Lakers Nets finals. And even though the Lakers don't have LeBron and AD and Drummond right now, I still count on them to win the West. I just feel like hey, so, when they have their guys together, betting odds, you know, so, they gotta be the favorite. Also, here's the other thing. A couple of years back, you know, when LeBron was, was over in Cleveland, uh, you know, that team whose shirt you're wearing today for some strange reason. It's um, the cool Cleveland Cavs logo, sure. first off. I was, see, I was watching a Reds game yesterday, and they were doing a Cavs preview, and they literally came on the screen and said, like, watch Larry Nance Jr. and the Cavs. And I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Come a long this way. Is, this is where we're at right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I had to give you a little I mean, hence that. that you were, like, excited about getting a Danny Ferry card today in 2K. Apparently, from what people are saying, he's the best player in the game now. <laughs> so I, I don't know how or why, but apparently his hairline in the game is phenomenal. So because it is it he it's really crappy. So but anyways, um, what I where I was going at with this, um, you know, 
LeBron, when he when he went back to Cleveland, there was that time where he was out for a while. Now, back then, it was a little bit more like he was kind of taking some rest. I feel like he has been hurt, but he also is resting and resting up for the... I, I feel like the Lakers are playing possum right now. That's where I'm going at with this. Um, I can see that. I didn't think about that. I really, really do think... I mean, you think about how much... Especially LeBron, especially someone like LeBron, who went through the entire last year all the way, you know, at his age, going all the way through the playoffs, through the NBA finals, winning the NBA finals. He played a lot of games, a lot of minutes last year. Yep. And this has got to be kind of a good thing in the grand scheme of things. If you're a Lakers fan, I feel like, you know, even if you're a little bit uneasy about how things are going right now, uh, even with Andre Drummond with the, the broken toenail and all that stuff that's going on, I think they're going to come back all of them energized. Um, I feel like they're going to have some new legs underneath of them. And I think they are going to be a tough ass basketball team to play against um, come the playoff time, because a rested LeBron is a scary LeBron. Well, not to mention too, like everyone's like acting like the sky's falling with them. Like they're four and five in the nine games without those two. Like, it's not like they like had this like, utter downfall where they're like you know i get they lost to the Laker, Clippers, lakers like, fans are always like that though they're always they're they're ready to trade you the next the next game if you have a bad game too so so you know danny green yeah <laughs> so, so but yeah but the point i was making with the nets was just it's like you know we talked about this on shot callers last week we overhype every single fucking thing they do, and it's stupid. Sorry for my language for people watching on Facebook, but I don't care about, like, you know, we talked about this. Like, you guys are like, oh, man, you know, they're they're for sure going to win the title with Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge coming off the bench. Okay. I'm like, I'm watching them right now, and Steven Adams is tearing them up on the block. Like, he so, is ripping them apart. So so this is the thing. For for the, the very fair-weather NBA fan, a move like getting Blake Griffin, a move like getting LaMarcus Aldridge, some guys – whose names that you know from the last couple of years, you know, that haven't really been relevant for a while, getting them um, on the They're not team, good anymore. They're not good anymore. They're not good. They're not, they're not effective. I mean, LaMarcus Aldridge, he can still go out and get some buckets. Okay. He's still one of the best. He's a great post-up player. I'm not going to take that away from him. He's great. But Blake, Blake is not Blake anymore. <laughs> they're like, did you see that dunk he had? I'm like, yeah, where James Harden threw an awesome alley-oop and he just like had to do a bunny hop. Did a little bunny hop. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, he's not, he's not the same player he is. And neither is LaMarcus. LaMarcus. I mean, I think he's still a decent player. I think he's going to help contribute, but adding those guys to this team, I'm not sure that's going to make them any better or worse in the grand scheme of things. Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to just getting James Harden, like James Harden is definitely going to help you do this. So, or, or they lose the whole thing. And then the, everybody just comes out and realizes that James Harden all along has been the bad luck guy. Yeah. It's, that, like that, it's like the end possible. of every, it's the end of every Scooby-Doo episode when they pull the, to pull the mask off. I mean, it was, it was, it was very much Anderson Varejao for LeBron. So <laughs> he was, he was the bad luck guy the entire time he was ever on a team with him. So I, I, you know, I get it, but uh, the Nets, I, the Nets are still going to be great, even though, uh, they are overhyped and everything. Um, but, uh, you know, at least, uh, at least they're not the Celtics, right? Yeah. God. That's... <laughs> so, okay. Real quick before we move to our next topic. Um, so I don't know if you saw, so Staples Center's announced that the Lakers and Clippers are going to be allowed to have fans again and like a moderate 
And the first night that the Lakers can have fans back is the time the Celtics come into town. And the Lakers have not raised the banner yet for their title. <laughs> is that really going to happen then? It has to. It's just the most petty of petty moves. And like, I'm all for the pettiness. Is, is that, is this what's rumored to go on? Or are you just, are you just speculating? I'm, I'm speculating because they said that they were waiting to hang the banner until the fans came back. Cause they wanted to have like a, uh-huh. you know, a nice ceremony. So I was like, this oh, is pretty awesome. That is, that's rich. I like that. If that's a, uh, a true thing. I love, I love uh, team pettiness. So it's, Same. it's my favorite. It's my favorite. So, but uh, Celtics, man. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Are they dust? Yeah, they're dust. They're dust. Well, dude, like I've been like reading like some like the Boston reporters like on Twitter, just like ripping like Jason Tatum apart. I'm like, guys, he's 23. He's a two-time All-Star. He's already been third-team All-NBA, and you guys were bitching about him. Like, you you yeah. guys got this wrong. You got yeah. this wrong. Yeah, uh, go backwards. You know, look, <laughs> yeah. look at the rest of the roster. Look at what else is yeah. happening. I mean, if obviously- you have any problems with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and no one else in the team then go cover a new team. Like I'm looking at just like top stories. And one of the things that comes up on Celtics wire is one of the first stories that comes up. One of their top stories for two hours ago is why did the Boston Celtics stink so much in the 1990s? (laughs) It's like, they're trying to divert attention away from what's going on right now. And of course it's a picture of Rick Pitino on the article. So like you look at that. um, I think they're another team that's, I I don't know what they're going to do. I, 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 they're they're absolutely awful yeah real quick for me the next topic speaking of former celtics isaiah thomas back with the pelicans he's playing on a 10 day yeah. give him hell kid we'd love to see you back do your thing absolutely show absolutely. the celtics what they missed out on do sure it. sure so i'm going to talk about another situation of a team that's losing and um it sucks honestly i'm really bummed about it for once in my life like you know i've you, you know like i've been talking the past couple of years like I've grown to love Steph Curry so much and like just appreciate him. And I, you know, I'm 32. So I'm at the point now where like, I, you know, how often am I going to see a guy like this? And yes, I know all the people are like, well, if you're going to see James Harden, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you're fiery tonight, Tim. Yeah. So the Warriors have um, been pretty brutal the last couple of weeks. Oh, 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 Um, yes. They had a master lead, a master destruction that um, looked like what we call in pro wrestling, a squash match um, against the Toronto Raptors last week, who also aren't good. So like, shocking. Um, And James Wiseman at times, you can kind of see he's like hitting this rookie wall. And I want to get to him as well as the side topic in a a second. Um, But you're really seeing like, things just seem to be falling apart for them and it's so weird and like you saw Steph Curry talk about a couple weeks where he's like I think a lot of people are taking their shots at us because they're really upset what happened for five years and he's probably right um but absolutely absolutely but also like you know you and I talked a million times about how we really missed the Warriors we like we you know even though I rooted against them because they played against LeBron in the finals actively and vocally (laughs) yes it's like you get to that point where it's like you know, it's like when freaking Severus Snape dies in Harry Potter, you're like, man, I miss that character. You know, you're like, so the Warriors, like, well, I mean, if they did get a win against the Bucks last night. Yes, they did. And Curry <laughs> <One> was <laughs> incredible. He was absolutely awesome as he's been throughout this whole thing. But like, I feel like this is a situation where I think that like, am I just still too high on the, on the organization? Because I still feel like, 
I don't feel like a healthy Clay Thompson changes all these things that are having problems. He certainly makes them better. Um, and from what I've heard, you know, a lot of people feel like he's going to be back next year and they are not rushing him. They are letting him take his time because they know how important he is to them. Um, but also, you know, when you look at this roster and you see like these, like these things like Kelly Oubre and Andrew Wiggins who are like super athletic dudes, but like, we know who they are as NBA players. Like no one is running scouting reports for Kelly Oubre and Andrew Wiggins. No. Um, what, you know, what do you think of all this? Like, do you feel like we've actually literally officially hit the end? Do you feel like there's something where for, for, like free agents, we don't, if there's any anymore are still looking at the words and going like, I want to play with Steph Curry. Cause if I was like an NBA player who was like a middle of the pack NBA player, I would want to play with James Steph Curry in a heartbeat. Yeah. So in my, in my heart, I don't want to say that the, that the window is closed, but my, my brain is telling me it it's probably over with. I feel like this team probably, um, I don't know if they're going to, I just, with the Clay Thompson stuff happening last year, I don't see them crawling back out. Uh, when the West got better, you have some younger teams now, the Suns, the Nuggets. Um, it's it's a little bit, I mean, it was tough back then, but it's, it's you got some young, some young teams that are probably also going to be a little bitter about, you know, the Warriors winning so many years and beating everybody down for so long. Um, so yeah, I, I, I do think we're at kind of a, a crossroads at this point with them uh, when it comes to some of these fill-in players like Andrew Wiggins, who they're, they're paying quite a bit of money to play for them right now. Kelly Oubre. Um, these are not guys that are going to help you. They're not players that you throw into a roster like this, a, a championship caliber team that can fill in, fill any of the shoes of, of, the players in the past, the Kevin Durant's or the Clay Thompson's Steph Curry has still been phenomenal. He has proved this year that he is still one of the best players in the NBA. He's, he's just, he's a fantastic basketball player, but yeah, uh, there's, there's no, there's no way by starting players like that and having to lean heavily on a, an Andrew Wiggins or Kelly Oubre that you're going to take a step uh, back towards greatness again. It's just not going to happen. Now, Getting James Wiseman, do I still think he was the right pick for that team? Absolutely. Has he hit a rookie wall this year? Yeah, I think so. And that's fine. And that's fine. Um, this is a weird year if you're James Wiseman going into the Warriors. I mean, you're going into a former winning program, but it's a weird year to for your rookie year. And, and you know, they're asking you to come in and be, you know, the starting center for this, this team. So um, it's um, it, or the future, I should say the, the, the center of the future for this team. So they're at a weird crossroads right now. I don't know how you dig your way out of that at this point, but um, like my, my, like I said, I don't, I don't want to say it's over for this squad, but I feel like, I feel like the window has, has slowly closed over the last year and a half. So I think with the roster as it is, and we talked about this a little bit last year uh, with the D'Angelo Russell trade where we were kind of like, so I don't know how they can make the roster necessarily better. They're kind of capped. Um, you know, they signed Clay to that huge deal. And since he signed that deal, he hasn't played a game, yeah. which Ooh. sucks so hard. Yeah. Um, you know, Curry's going out there with, this is no disrespect to the players we're listing here, um, but he's going out there with guys like Damian Lee and like, you know, yeah. So it's like, it's, you know, it's hard to win with those guys, you know, like their shooters don't really play because they can't like when Steph Curry's out there with like Michael Mulder, it's like, 
what do you expect he's going to be able to make out of that? Well, and I mean, I mean, I mean, you have to look at the players that he played with in the past that made that that organization. There were so many glue guys on that team, like you know, uh, uh, you know, at one point we would say Harrison Barnes. He was one of them at one point, but you know, you go and you look at Andre Iguodala who was incredible on that team or Sean Livingston and these like true, like glue guys that like were really kind of keep, he's not playing with those kind of caliber players anymore. Smart right. NBA players. Those guys were all smart players. They knew their role. They knew what to do. Um, you don't have that. You have a bunch of just random dudes that have been thrown on a squad right now. So you're not going to get the kind of production with that. Um, and it's got to be frustrating for someone like Steph Curry at this point, because he's still, you know, putting up the points he wants to and, and playing phenomenal basketball, uh, still obviously a, a, a great player in his own right. Um, so it's, it's, it's a weird year. It is a weird year. And let's touch on Wiseman real quick because I feel like I've been listening to a lot of pods where people are kind of just like tearing him apart for looking lost and saying all these things about him. And, you know, I feel like for him, it's kind of the sake of, look, everyone's kind of in hindsight, like, why didn't they take Lamella would have been the right move. And I still don't really feel that way. Um, I think he would have been good for them, but like not great. Like not what he's in Charlotte. Um, but I also look at, you know, if you look at Anthony Edwards has had some shots where some, some moments where he's really shine. He's looked good. Sure. Like stat line, you know, doesn't look great. He's getting a lot of, he's getting a lot of shots now, especially with Russell being out for a while. Um, you know, we watch the bulls on a consistent basis. Pat Williams, has been really good. Like you see yeah. Pat Williams and you see like, oh man, that guy has DPOY potential. And that's not like just us being Homer Bulls fans. Um, you know, Tyrese Halliburton has been really good. And, you know, Wiseman has had these glimpses. Like he had a double-double. You know, was it last night? Did he have a double-double? I, I believe so. Yeah, where it's like he looks good. It was a first half double-double at that. Where, you know, and people were like, well, you know, he looks lost. And it's like, just because all those other guys have so far really had moments and flourished doesn't mean James Wiseman's going to be a bad player. And I understand this whole, like, we got to win now thing. But, you know, people who are just like, that's the wrong pick, that's the wrong pick, that's the wrong pick. It's like, I, I don't think so. Like, um, everyone just always, like, found reasons to criticize James Wiseman. And it's like, okay, well, he can't score. And it's like, well, when the Warriors let him score, he's played pretty well. It's like, well, he's well, not a great rebounder. I'm like, no, no, he is. He, he can rebound. Yeah. Um, it's like, you guys, like, I understand. Like, everyone just has this quick reaction. That's part of what's wrong with, like, player development in 2021. But, well, you know. and, and this was, and, and, and going back, in hindsight, it might, you might say, oh, they should have went ahead and they should have got done whatever they could, you know, get, get LaMelo. Cool. But here's the thing. This is one of the weirdest draft classes of all time. Mm-hmm no one knew really what they were getting from any of these players. The, the looks that these guys had, I mean, there was never a more overanalyzed group of guys ever as that last draft, but still, you know, we didn't, nobody knew what, what these players were going to be until they got out there. And James Wiseman, he still has a lot of upside. Mm -hmm. I mean, tons of it, tons of it. So um, it's his first year. I'm not going to give that. Would, now, in hindsight, would it be fun to see Lamelo Ball and Steph Curry playing basketball together? Sure. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. I think that would have actually. I it would have it would have been weird, but it would have worked. I think. But you can't go back and say that they made the pick. James Wiseman was the guy. I think. I still do think he is their center of the future. 
Um, but it's going to take a little while. I mean, how old is James at this point? What is he? 19. He's 19. Okay. He's not even, he can't even drink an alcoholic beverage. So it's like asking him to come out and be a superstar, you know, like not everybody is Zion Williamson. Not everybody is LeBron James. And that, and that's what, that's what fans need to understand. You're not going to get that. There is a development. Hell, I watched Jimmy Butler develop on the Chicago Bulls for years as the the last guy on the bench all the way to an all-star. Sometimes it just takes a while. Yes, completely. Um, So, yes, I think that Wiseman will be fine. Um, You know, there's a lot of this stuff like that. Okay, real quick before we go to our next topic. Didn't you, like, laugh really hard when Wendy releases that thing where he's like, well, LeBron was recruiting Steph Curry to go to Los Angeles. It's like, that's not happening. Like that, it's not happening. Yeah, It'd be awesome, but it's not happening. Could you imagine though? Oh my god, I'd cry. Could you imagine? That would be. I don't. I, I feel like Steph is one of those basketball players who's he's has, so loyal. He's, he has so much loyalty to that. I just. But you never know. But Wendy likes to stir the pot, man. That's what he does. That's yeah. what he does. I mean, he literally got his job for being at that hotel during the like decision oh, he Just wasn't watching. he wasn't he wasn't at the hotel he was in his car outside game playing who was going in and out of the facility so what was he with the uh, the akron uh yeah because i think what they said was like what he said was he's like i had to just like they told me i could park there but i had to buy something every couple hours just to, like keep yeah. so he's like i would go buy like, m&ms and like hey, pringles that, and like that whole that whole thing uh actually made his whole career too um, yeah it was uh it was that that whole uh, the way that played out at the end, uh, he, it ended up getting him a, a job with ESPN. He was the biggest winner of the LeBron sweepstakes in, in the grand <laughs> scheme was. of things. So, and he's, he's a great NBA analyst, but sometimes you gotta, you gotta, you gotta throw some stuff out there, you know? Um, and, you know, he is, he has over the years been the LeBron whisperer. So it's true. Yeah. So he very much has, I mean, he's covered him since he was at St. Vincent St. Mary. So let's mm-hmm. talk about some fun stuff going on, man, because, you know, this West race without the Lakers, like with their, all their injuries has really been like kind of getting closer and closer. Um, yeah. You know, Utah has been terrific. The Ooh. Clippers are winning some games. Portland's getting in the run. Like, and um, you know, even the Mavs are on a five game win streak. Memphis is on a three game win streak. So they're over 500. Um, you know, that play in right now of Dallas, Memphis, San Antonio, Golden State is pretty fun. But I oh, kind of yeah. want to talk about two other teams and kind of curious your thoughts. So uh, right now at number two in the West is the Phoenix Suns at 35 and 14. Yeah. And number four with also a six game win streak is the Denver Nuggets at 32 and 18. So I'm curious when you look at these rosters, when you look at these teams, who do you trust more? Like who's the team that you feel the most confident between if you had to pick between one of these two teams and say like, you know, if it's not the Lakers, like who's going to win the West, like, who between these two do you look at the most? Because I really feel like both have unique dynamics. Um, the Chris Paul, Devin Booker combo has been great. DeAndre Ayton, you know, has had some glimpses where he's been awesome. Jay Crowder has been really good for them. Um, and on the other end, you know, we, you and I have talked about Aaron Gordon for years, just like not being this like very good full skilled basketball player. And in the what five six games he's played with the Nuggets, he has been terrific as like their fourth option. Yeah, and. If I'm if I'm picking a team between those two, I'm gonna go with the Nuggets just because they've been together longer. Um, mm-hmm. Those guys have have done some battling. They had a remarkable playoffs last year, um, absolutely remarkable. Um, they've been one guy short for the last two seasons. Yeah, and it took them so long to to finally pull the trigger 
and make a trade. And um, they got Aaron Gordon, a guy who, like you said, is just he's kind of a mystery. He's always was kind of a mystery man in Orlando. One of those guys who defensively could be great uh, in 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 small doses um and athletic uh guy who can shoot occasionally i mean he's he's got a, he's a really talented basketball player but we we never really knew what he was doing out there so um but putting him on a on a contender um and mm-hmm. and loading him up on a team that is so uniquely built like the denver nuggets um it's just a fantastic fit i mean i you know a lot of people are saying that he's kind of the glue between jamal murray and uh, and Jokic now, and and I, I agree with that at this point. You know, with five games in, um, just looking at it, it's he he is he was the perfect player that needed to move a team who could actually. And I don't, I honestly don't think there would have been a better option on the table for the Denver Nuggets to make a move at that at that point. Um, I just think I just think he was just a. I mean, it was, it was kind of a shot in the dark, but at the same time, like he's, he's, he's a really great player. And I think he's, and he's still young. I mean, he's 25 years old. That's the other thing we got to look at here. Like Aaron Gordon is just 25 too. So it's like, you're putting him on a contender. I think he's been a fantastic fit. Um, Last night didn't have a totally great game, but like the game before when he went up against, you know, went back up against the magic, he went out there and had to show him. Dude, 24 points, seven rebounds against him. Uh, you know, he's I think I think when we look back, and this is and this, I'm gonna throw this out here. I'm gonna throw this out here. Oh boy, here we go. Sean okay. Spicy. I feel this is my my hot take right now. I feel like Aaron Gordon has the potential to be a late season complete game changing trade in the same regard that Rashid Wallace was. Oh, so, Oh, I like it. Actually. I, I do like it. I really do. I feel like he might be, cause when Rashid was traded to, um, you know, Detroit, you know, cause he only played one game for the Hawks before he, he ended up getting shipped off there. Um, he was kind of an outcast and he was able to find a home with that team and he fit in perfectly. And I really do think that Aaron Gordon has the ability to become that kind of guy. And they're kind of a team. Obviously Jokic is an MVP candidate. He's, he's I think he is the MVP right he, now. He, 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 yeah. So you, you've got him, you've got him and Jamal Murray also. Um, but at the same time, I look at the Denver Nuggets as more of it. It's not a, I don't, I don't look at it as a complete one man show. I don't feel no, as if they're a non-man show at all. I, I've never felt that way about them, especially the Michael last Porter, couple of years. Aaron Gordon. Yes. So, so I think he does have the potential to be that guy that that reigns an already pretty great team in and is going to take him to the next level. And I, I, I'll be honest with you, I fully expect them to get to the Western Conference Finals. The only way I don't think they make the Western Conference Finals is if they have to play the Lakers one of the first two rounds. Sure, sure. But, sure. yes, um, I, I'll go with the Nuggets, too. And this isn't a slight on the Suns. I think the Suns have been terrific. Um, not just those two, oh, but, you know, I didn't, so even mention, I didn't mention how good Mikhail Bridges has been. Like, he's been oh, really freaking oh, awesome. You're, yeah. Um, so, you know, I really like the Suns team, and I really think that, like, they have potential to be very good. 
Um, I just feel more confident in like a Nikola Jokic situation. You know, we saw this team in the Western Conference Finals last year. Um, you know, Jamichael Green weirdly ended up being a really good addition for them. Um, and, you know, I think Mike Malone's a terrific coach and it's never been a secret. And um, everyone just kind of takes this team and, you know, they find a way to bring these guys in and out and they all play so well. They kind of buying into this culture that they have. And, you know, like you said, like Nikola Jokic is the MVP of the league right now uh, with LeBron out, with Embiid being out for a while. Um, I just feel like that's the way. And, you know, if there's some reason the Lakers, you know, this just doesn't, you know, they don't get back in time. They're not healthy enough and they don't make it to the Western Conference Finals. Um, and we get like a Suns Nuggets Western Conference Finals. I will be stoked. I will love every Absolutely. minute of it. It'll be so Absolutely. fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. But we also, we also can't count out the Clippers either or Utah, which uh, I, you know, for, for being the best one, we can 100% count out the Clippers. They're, they're just, they're not going to do it. There's not. Okay. You Lakers homeboy. (laughs) No, no. Like look at their roster. They're like, guys, we added Rondo. Like we're going over the top now. And I'm like, that Rondo. Sure. 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 Well, you know, he's, we're getting to the playoffs, but God, (laughs) playoff Rondo played with Anthony Davis and Boogie. Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce, LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Like, you know, the only one you can be like playoff Rondo is that Bulls Celtics series, which let's be real. We all knew the Bulls were not winning that series. Okay. They should have. They weren't going to. They they had they had the chance. They could have. Could have, would have, should have. What was close. It was very close. <laughs> Except for that last game. It wasn't close yeah. at all. No, but um, yeah, I think um I'm not going to count the Clippers out though. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not. I just, I feel like that would, I, I would just feel stupid doing that because I like Paul George has not played. I, mean, I know he's had some injuries and stuff, but Kawhi, um, I, I don't want to count him out. I, I just feel like the West is kind of up in the air right now. And like I said, I feel like the Lakers are playing possum. We got the Suns out there. Suns are a new team, but they got a, a leader like, like Chris Paul in there. So, you know, they can do that, but I don't know, man. I just, I feel like in the grand scheme of things, if, if the Lakers and the Nuggets don't meet up before the conference finals, I I think that's definitely where, where we're heading at this point with this team. I dig it. Um, So let's get to our final topic here because we're getting ready to run out on time. Actually, we're making pretty good on time. So we can touch on one last thing before we get off here. What are your thoughts on? Um, So, you know, normally when it comes to the trade deadline, we're kind of as Bulls fans, just like, whatever, you know. And of course, the one year that they have a really good trade deadline, I can't do a show with you. And I'm like, the one year when they like go get all these guys and it's like, damn it, we can't have a show because we could have came on here and been excited and had a really fun time. I'm sorry. Um, No, no. I mean. Had to catch a virus. Yeah. (laughs) So we've seen this kind of roster reboot with Billy Donovan. Um, I know a lot of people seem to think Billy Donovan would be interested in the North Carolina job. That was never happening. Yeah. Um, even if they had called, there's no way he was leaving, but you know, they obviously they get Vooch and they get Daniel Tice and bring in Troy Brown. So I have to say that like the first few games were pretty rough when you can kind of see they didn't have any practices and they were just kind of going out there and playing and just figuring it out as they go. But these last couple of nights, they beat a Nets team that just had Kyrie Irving as far as the big three. And then, they, you know, they've won again since then um, against the Pacers. But this Levine Vucevic thing, which we all thought would do well, has been 
really fun the last two games. Um, I really like the addition of Troy Brown. I think the fact that like Washington set him free to where he could kind of do more has been excellent for the Bulls. Yeah. And so I don't know, man. I'm not saying this is like a team that's gonna make this big playoff run by any means this year, but the excitement's coming back up. So yeah, so the first couple games weren't super great, but then no. the last two games, you know, and the Bulls, you know, if you're two, if your two best superstars are out. Bulls are going to, they're going to, they're going to go at you, which is yep. what, what happened on both games. Um, last night, uh, Nikola Vucevic's stat line was, I, I mean, he's, he has these stat lines frequently and we just kind of go, oh, you know, he had 32 points and 17 rebounds last night. Yeah. He was awesome. I mean, that's, that's really incredible. That's really, really incredible. Um, I think they are going to be a fantastic pair. I don't necessarily know if they're going to be able to put it together to make a run in the, uh, you know, in a, in a play-in situation this, this they'll year. be in a play-in. Oh my so, God. There's too many bad teams. I, I know there's, they would have, there would have to be something catastrophic for them not to make the plan. I, I, I agree with you there, but to try to make any run, if you're going to be going up against the nets or something, you know, you want to be putting you, know, you the best team you have on the floor and everything. And I, this team's not really ready. They're going to, it's going to be like a massive beat down if we get to that point. But I will say this um, playoffs would be good for this team. Extremely good for this team. Yeah. Um, they have a new coach this year, even if it's them getting in on a sub 500 record or, you know, it doesn't even matter as long as they make it to the playoffs and are able to go out there and compete. I think it would be huge for them um, because I don't think Zach Levine's never been to the playoffs. Zach Levine's never been to the playoffs. There's no draft pick because they made the, the Orlando has the pick. So it's yeah. not like you're like yeah. trying to tank, like make your situation better to get Kate Cunningham. Cause that's not, is happening. it, is it, is it, uh, is it protected? Not this year's, not this year. So they do have, so they have next year. So Orlando. So with the Stepien rule, they can't trade 2022. Okay. Um, so they gave Orlando 2021 and 2023. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So you, you got to go all in to make the playoffs, which was, which was the only way to do this. And we didn't really know that their general manager was going to make a move, you know, which is awesome, which was good. He played his cards very close to the chest. I mean, we didn't see, I don't think anybody saw that trade coming. No, we were like, everything you heard about the bulls was like, Lonzo. Lonzo. Yeah, it was Lonzo. And, you know, it seemed like they kind of got to the point where they're like, okay, so we'll just make the Pelicans match our offer in the off season. Yeah. You know, we don't have a draft pick to get a point guard. Um, and he, he, he apparently is very interested in coming to Chicago, by the way. So yeah, Rich is, Paul Rich Paul has not made that a secret. Yeah, so, and that's, no. hey, hey. Take I'm, it. I'm good with that. That's that's great. That's great. Um, a, a Bulls trio with Lonzo, Vooch, and Levine with Pat Williams still developing. Yeah. I like I it. Think, I think that that that's a that's a nice little six seven seed right there. Could be better. Who knows? Yeah. So um, especially so, in the east. Uh, yeah, especially in the east. Um, I'm very happy though that they made a move. I think uh, I think those guys. Um, I think they. Uh, you know, I know the Ringer made a couple videos about how they were just going to be like a perfect pair together, and I I truly believe that as well. So I'm very excited about that. Um, curious to see what's going to happen next, especially this off season um and and see if they can maybe get a new point guard and because that's that's their one thing that i feel like they don't really have not that sadaransky's done bad the last couple games you know so um you know it's it's nice to see that but is he the point guard of the future no 
So, yeah, I'm with you, man. Um, and then, so we have some time real quick for this before we get out of here. Uh, before I go do my next show because I'm a I'm lunatic. Because um, <laughs> I'm a lunatic. I'm Tim. So, the Space Jam: A New Legacy trailer came out last week. Yes, yes. And of course, people are just ripping it apart because it's LeBron James. Um, Which you knew was going to happen. Yeah, but I think it looks fun. I think I'm, I think it'll I, be fun. I think it, it'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's going to be like just this terrible like waste of ninety minutes of my life. It could be, but it doesn't look like it. Could be. Could um, be. I like the way that they like you know. Instead of just doing the old classic, like just redoing it with the monsters, like having the guy who takes like Dame Lillard, he's got like the time pieces on him. Clay Thompson's like this big fire piece. And like you see like all the Warner Brothers licenses, like Iron Giant and stuff, like walking into like the crowd. Like Pennywise from It's. I mean, there's been yeah. so many people that have went back through that trailer and like look like the clock, the clockwork orange guys are in the in the trailer. Like it's it's like every property they can throw at it, um, which is which is fun. Um, I'm excited for it. Um, cautiously excited for it. And and guys, let me just go ahead and say this. And this is just the way I want to talk about, you know, I'm a big movie guy. Um, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of, you know, a, a continuing franchise. As you can see, Ghostbusters is my favorite movie of all time, period. I've been waiting for a third Ghostbusters for 31 years. I'm very excited for the new one coming out. Do I think that the new Ghostbusters is going to come out is going to be better than the original no i don't would i like to see the franchise continue yes so these people that are bitching about space jam is this going to be as good is this going to bring you back to the the days of probably one of the greatest soundtracks of all time uh you know michael jordan was coming off of his 1996 championship which in my mind was his greatest championship makes this this kids movie is everything going to come back and be as awesome as that? No. Is the movie going to be better though? Absolutely. I, but we don't know that. It might not be. It might not Shot. be. Shot. Acting alone, this movie is already better. Okay. Acting alone it is. But we're not going to say, you know, we're not going to, 10 years from now, I guarantee you, we're not going to be like Space Jam, a new legacy is going to bring back the same feelings that you had as you did when you saw the first space jam maybe not because i'm not six but like so gee is this acting gonna be better with don Cheadle than the one that has wayne knight yeah yeah it is significantly I better i agree but it's a comedy too so it's not it's not like we're looking for people with severe acting jobs so i don't think someone you know uh you know in the original did have bill murray but you know but Wayne Knight, Wayne Knight's fine in Space Jam. He's fine. I mean, he comes in, he does his bit. That's it. That's what he does. Don Cheadle's going to come in. He's obviously a more renowned actor, but he's going to do a bit too. It's a comedy. It's going to be a fine movie, I'm sure. LeBron's a good actor. We he know is. this. I mean, I, he's. I, I, I'll stand by this forever. He's hilarious in Trainwreck. He is. He's, he's probably the best part of that entire movie. So, but... You know, guys, if you want, if you want to see something continue on, just go ahead and support it. Don't sit there and be like, oh, this is going to suck or LeBron sucks. Michael Jordan's better, blah, 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 whatever, just whatever. It's fine. If you, if, if you're going into this with your mind saying it's not going to be better than the original, sure. It probably isn't. It's probably not going to be of that caliber of a film, you know, but it's nice to see something continue. Yeah, I agree. I think I think you know, 
people are complaining about the new Mortal Kombat's runtime, you know, and it's like, it's like, do we need a three hour long Mortal Kombat movie? Yeah, the movie's about people who like literally kill each other for a for a tournament. Like it's it it's probably gonna be a lot of fun. Okay. Yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. I'm excited about it. I'm very excited. The trailer shows Sub Zero Fleet for someone's blood and stab them. It's you it's know what, what do you want? That's all yeah. we in, in all honesty, in 1993 or 1994, that's all we really wanted to see anyway. Yeah. So yeah. it's like we're finally getting that. So it's like just go ahead and support. If you like a movie franchise, support it. Continue to go see these movies, especially right now after, you know, they start opening the theaters again. Get in there and, and see some of these movies that you like and continue to support the franchises that you're into. And it might not be, it's not going to be better than the original. It never is. Never is. Unless it's, you know, aliens over alien, which a lot of people will say, you know, like you can put those, you can throw those up in the air and say, well, this one's better or that one's better. Like, but that's like top tier sequels. You know what I mean? Those are just rare. Yeah, I agree. Well, I think I touched on everything this week. It's great to have you back. Hey, glad to be back. And then um, I know tomorrow uh, at large bid, uh, Taylor is on vacation in Florida, um, but we're lucky. just so lucky. We're so fortunate to have a friend who so happens to cover the Baylor bears and Nick Canizales. So me and him are going to touch chop up and talk about this season um yeah they uh they beat the undefeated and you know what i said all along what'd you say Gonzaga's a bunch of frauds now i don't know if i'd call them frauds frauds going undefeated until the last game is not is not exactly i wouldn't say they were frauds i know i just i I just like that they lose because i think that they're just like they take two months off during their conference because they don't play anybody and then they always lose in the tournament i get you i understand i understand Yeah, but that's neither here nor there. Everyone have a great night. We'll talk soon.